0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots dot Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh
4: my
1: God! All right, us moderators are on here. Today May thirtieth. 2019, and Carrie, Carrie, yeah, we're here with Carrie, talk about jurisdiction, <clears throat> so you guys, kind of coined this as kind of an important call, um, I've started my second milestone with Carrie's process today. got my claim sent off now to the claims court. It'll get there. It's going to take a while to get there. I didn't pay much for it. But it, it's on its way, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're moving it on down the road, so this is going to be fun.
3: Yep. Well, while we're having so much fun, if you don't mind, would you read your tax court order? Cause it's really good, a good one, and the reason I'm asking is you paid the sixty dollars, correct? Yeah. So that's why I'm asking because I'm getting a lot of calls on that. Are you sure we're supposed to do that? Now, Tad paid the sixty dollars, and if you don't mind, would you just read it? Um, I know I hate soon you, as soon as I find I it. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but um. Does anybody, while he's looking, does anybody have anything they would like to share? Everybody's muted. Well, they know how to unmute. Star two. Um, hold on. Jesus, let me
1: let me find it.
3: Well, you can go online and find it.
1: Oh, there we go. My Dang it! I know I put it somewhere. Yeah, and look—you know where you—you you know where it's at, don't you? Oh, shit. No, I just I'm trying to find it on my computer. Gosh darn it! So let me go oh, in there sure. and do it the hard way.
3: Okay. But the reason I want you to do that is because there's a lot of people who are worried about. Because we told them for, for years not to send in the 60. Now we're telling them to do it, and I just wanted to show them why. And the reason it is is because they're um, they're they're really really bowing their backs on us right now.
1: They're really what? They're bowing up
3: on it, you know, arcing their back on us.
1: This case order for dismissal for lack of jurisdiction. This case is before the court on respondent's motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction
3: now, filed stop May right third. Stop right there. Stop right there. Now, when you say that, put in and put in.
1: Um, <laughs> this case before the court on IRS's motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction filed May thirteenth on the grounds that no notice of deficiency or notice of determination was issued to petitioner to me for tax years two thousand through two thousand seventeen that would confer jurisdiction upon this court. I actually put in two thousand eighteen as well. This, uh, yeah. In his motion The IRS, or no, the, no, we didn't say IRS. What did we say? We say commissioner?
3: Yeah, that's fine. Commissioner.
1: Okay. In his motion, commissioner requests that the court impose an IRC section 6673 penalty. That section authorizes the court to require a taxpayer to pay the United States a penalty, not in excess of 25%. $5,000 whenever it appears that proceedings have been instituted or maintained by the taxpayer primarily for delay or that the position of the taxpayer in such proceeding is frivolous or groundless. Petitioner does not object to the dismissal of the case upon the grounds stated in respondent's motion. Taking into account statements made in the petition, And for reasons set forth in in, uh, commissioner's motion, it is ordered that so much of the commissioner's motion that seeks dismissal of the case is granted. In all other respects, uh, commissioner's motion is denied, meaning their... That's okay. That's That's what
3: I wanted you to say. In other words, they're trying to hit him for twenty-five thousand dollars worth of uh, penalties, and the judge says no, thank you. Everything that he asked for to to have it dismissed, he got. Everything they asked for to have uh, uh, penalties denied, and and he paid the sixty dollars. So there, there's more. The, um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's right. Go ahead. No problem. It is further ordered
1: that with respect to each year placed in issue in the petition, this case is dismissed for lack of jurisdiction upon the grounds stated in commissioner's motion. So they mentioned 2000 through 2017. I put it all the way up to 2018. So that statement right there covers the one year that wasn't mentioned earlier, which is weird. But anyway, although uh, an uh, IRC section...
3: Oh, I forgot about
1: that part. although an IRC section 6673 penalty will not be imposed here petitioner is admonished bad petitioner the, the court will consider imposing such a penalty in future cases commenced by petitioner seeking similar relief under similar circumstances whatever that is kind of vague Maurice B yeah. Foley chief judge
3: so the, the point that I was trying to make here is the $60 used to hurt us it's now helping us so um, <laughs> I can only go by what we're doing and by what by, and by what's happening don't 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 worry about the $60 and if you don't have the $60 do the pump for us it for and, and, uh, and they'll monetize it for you so the reason I'm bringing that up is I got a whole bunch of calls saying, but they, but they want me to pay the sixty dollars, and you said not to. I did say that, but that was then, and now is now. See, we're we're going to keep being fluid. We're going to move when we have to, because we got to keep the squeeze on it as hard as we can. Now, right. the, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I was going to I was going to tie this in to the topic of tonight's, which is the claims court. So, go ahead.
3: Oh, if you want okay. to go ahead? Sure, show.
1: All right. So, <laughs> um, so, I mean, you guys, if you have your um, tax court order, and it's what you want, everything's good to go, you can turn all those bills and liens and... And everything into a claim into cash right not guaranteed of course but um, but you can do that and if you want to know how to do that you want to be able to be in a position to do that then you need to get with us
3: through the website Right, because putting it out on the air right now would not—that's not—you know—I don't—I don't, don't want to be a target, but we, we'll help where we can. Now, just to bring, just to tie that into what we're going to say, I've had six guys or or gals called this week that um, that's in the claims court, and the claims court attorney is just absolutely freaking out because they're asking for stupid stuff and they're not and they're just not giving it to them and so they don't know
1: what Wait, to do uh, out. they're asking for what
3: They're asking to have it dismissed because um, there's more than, there's more than one of these going on. Uh, they, they're inundated and they can't because re- they can't reach it in time. They can't get to the they can't get to the uh, uh, answer in time. So they want them dismissed on the grounds that there's there's so many of them they can't get to them. So they want them (laughs) dismissed. So so what I'm saying is they're not saying what we're doing is wrong. They're not saying that we're not right. They're not saying they didn't do it. They're just panicking, saying, "Well, we want to dismiss because we've got so many of them now that we can't we, we we're under a time frame and we can't get to it." That's not my problem. That's their problem. Yeah. So I'm, letting you know, I'm just letting you know that we're moving forward with it, and we're moving as fast as we can. So if anybody's interested in converting their liens and levies into cash, we have a process. And uh, go on to youhavetheright.com. You there you go.
1: Contact me. <laughs>
3: yeah, contact Tad, and he'll either get back to you, or I'll get back to you, or we'll wear you out and both get back to you
1: that's right all right so we got several people that have their hands raised so what
5: i don't care tonight
1: tonight's not a good
0: night all right
1: thanks anyway sorry we won't be able to get to you all right
0: well i I wanted to make sure people weren't scared about (laughs) when they're pursuing their lack of jurisdiction order right that yeah. they're gonna see these, these orders and when they first read them, the first paragraph is gonna look scary. And and the, when, the, when the respondent said, asked for the dismissal for lack of jurisdiction and the penalties, that's gonna look scary. Okay. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to read my order of, order of dismissal for lack of jurisdiction, similar to uh, TADS, they, you know, the scary penalty thing is there. But then what's, what's ordered in the order is the important part, okay? And then I also want to, if, 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 if we're willing, and Carrie doesn't have to stay on to answer any questions if he doesn't want to, I can read the pertinent parts of my response to the respondent's response that caused this order of dismissal. I paid the fee. I mean, I, I bucked it, but I paid it in the end. In my husband's case, I paid the fee, and we're in that process. I can't do the claim stuff until my husband's through. Okay. Um, so, this case is before the court on respondents motion dismissed for lack of jurisdiction, filed blah, 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 on the ground that no notice of deficiency or notice of determination under Internal Revenue Code sections blah, 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 was issued to petitioner for taxable years, blah, blah, blah that would permit petitioner to invoke the court's jurisdiction. In this, in his motion, respondent further requests, the court imposed the Internal Revenue Code section 6673 penalty. That section- okay, Hold on also,
3: hold one second. Who
0: wrote this? Who wrote this motion? This is from the judge. No, it's not. This is from the court. No, it's not yes it is it says it's signed by maurice b foley it's whoever wrote rights for their court
3: okay back up to the very beginning and start over
0: okay this case is before the court capital c on respondents motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction
3: stop right there who's the respondent
0: the commissioner
3: that's who wrote it the reason i'm pointing that out because when the IRS calls you, they're going to say, "Well, the court said." The court didn't say. the The commissioner's legal team said. I just wanted to so point the out court, so
0: the so the commissioner's legal team. You're saying the commissioner's legal team writes the orders. Ain't that something? <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, um, that's a segue, but not but but not a segue for what I'm trying to cover. I'm just trying to get people to understand that there's some scary stuff in the text, but in the end it's what? a good thing. All right. So yes, everybody needs to understand that's why pointed,
3: not to that's be scared. That
0: out. Right. Mean, that's that out. Yeah, it but that's, that's actually a, a scary point, you know, because really that's the fox guarding this hen yep. house.
3: Right. But see, the commissioner though, you gotta understand something. The commissioner, he's just a janitor. You know, he's just the janitor there. So it's really no No, deal. and
0: I get that, but the court is is issuing the order, right? And what we're trying okay. to do is we're we're arguing our case so that the court issues an order that works for us.
3: Listen, no, you're correct. The court writes the order. But the commissioner's legal team writes the motion to trigger the order, so that that order came directly from the lips of the commissioner, who is the top rung of the
0: ladder. Well, I, the I get who, I I get what you're saying. They draft an order that they attach to their response. That that what they want. The thing about it is is that that paragraph may be what they wrote, but what is in the end, they don't get their penalty. Okay, so bear with me here. Okay. Okay, bear with me, I'm going to move on because I think you're gonna see that in the end, the court may have adopted the, penal- the, the paragraph, the first paragraph that I'm reading that's scary from what the respondent wrote for them as a proposed order, but the, Final order is what we wanted, all right, yeah. so just bear with me here. So that section authorized the court to require the taxpayer to pay to the United States a penalty not in excess of uh, dollar sign twenty-five, comma 000, $25,000. 000. Ah! Whenever it appears... That- <laughs> <laughs> the proceedings have institu- been instituted or maintained by the taxpayer, primarily for delay or that position of the taxpayer in such proceeding is frivolous or groundless. Wow. Does that sentence sound familiar? Yep. I mean, Tad just read that freaking sentence, okay? So moving on, the important part is that on Janu- August 7th, petitioner filed a response to the respondent's motion to dismiss. That's where it starts to vary from the proposed order that the respondent wrote. OK, so now it's getting into my territory. I responded to the respondent and I asked the question, how can they issue a penalty if they're, they're, they don't have jurisdiction? Please decide for us. <laughs> Petitioner does not object to the dismissal of the case upon the ground stated in respondent's motion. Of course, I didn't. I asked the question. I didn't. Re- I didn't object to anything. I just asked the question. But does object to the imposition of the penalty. I'm going. Okay. So thank you. I, I get that. You know. That's. I mean, the question sort of implied that, but I didn't say that. I didn't object to it. Um, taking into account statements made in the petition, statements made in petitioner's response. And for reasons set forth in respondent's motion, it is ordered that so much of respondent's motion that seeks dismissal of the case is granted. And in all other respects, respondent's motion is denied. Very, sounds very similar to Tad's. It is right. further, it is further ordered that with respect to each year placed in issue in the petition, this case is dismissed for lack of jurisdiction upon the ground stated in respondent's motion. And there's a piece of detail in my case. I uh, listed all these years. The respondent's motion basically included all the years between. I mean, like they just let's just talk about everything. Let's not talk about just these set of years with just everything. All right. <clears throat> um, this case is dismissed for lack of jurisdiction upon the ground stated in respondents motion although internal revenue code section 6673 penalty will not be imposed here thank you is <laughs> admonished oh scary scary that the court will consider imposing such a penalty in future cases commenced by petitioner seeking similar relief under similar circumstances so i think in this case because i Filed my husband's thing subsequent to mine, right? It'll be interesting to see, and it and I'm not the petitioner in that case; he is, right? It'll be interesting to see what the court does. Right. You know, That's if the they point. say, "Oh, his wife did blah blah blah," so blah blah blah. So the worst case scenario is that the court says dismiss for lack of jurisdiction and impose a penalty of twenty five thousand dollars, right? Because his bitch wife did this already right and she was admonished <laughs> which has no grounds in legality right there's no legal grounds to say oh I'm admonished you know so so therefore he they can impose a penalty in Gary's case well I'm sorry but I can appeal this because number one they just said they don't have jurisdiction number two they never answered the question how can you impose a penalty without jurisdiction and number 3 Admonishment by the court is not grounds for issuing a penalty. Right. So but, everybody needs to calm down if they get this if they get the order and they see the twenty five thousand or they get the respondents thing asking for these penalties, don't worry. <laughs> you have right. recourse.
3: Right. But the but the point though that you, uh, I, I that you get I get all the time is they're saying, but the court said, or I got a letter from the court. You didn't get a letter. You got it. You got an order from the court and you did mm-hmm. not get an order from court. You got it from the commissioner. Because if you look at the, if you look at your order, the motion that generated that order, it's written by an attorney. They got their bar card on it. They got their name and they signed. No, the order. No. So keep that because that's becomes more important than the order. So, but, 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 but the but the point being here is, um, you made the statement. I just want to clarify this for you. you. Made the statement. You can't go to claims court without your husband. You can go. He can go. And if you're in a community property state, then you can both go. So in other words, if you have a thousand dollar claim, that's a thousand for you. Uh, then he has a thousand dollar claim. That's a thousand for him. Then when you go as a community property, then that's two thousand. So you turn the one thousand into four. No, and I totally
0: get what you're saying, but I'll tell you why I'm waiting until he's done. There are two reasons. One is is that some of the paperwork, the liens, the bills, the levies, etc., are for just me. Some are for just him, and most of them, the grand quantity are for both of us right it's very hard to make a claim when there's another party on the on the on the paperwork that you're basing your claim on so instead of making it overly complicated i'm going together that's one reason the other reason is every time you file in claims court you got to pay the fees and you got to track it and it's all separate it's a pain in the butt and it's expensive. So what I'm doing wait, is waiting until he's done so I can just put us all in together with all the bills and right. you know, make and it then, one big case.
3: Is you need to do a pauper's form and just sign the pauper's form and, and it, because we have that also, we'll show you how to Yeah, it but out. I
0: don't I don't have grounds for impopera. We make too way too much shit really? to Okay.
3: Okay, <laughs> wait a minute now. Now that you said that just give me a ballpark.
0: How much money do you make? I make currency, I don't make money. I make digits, digital digits. Yes, I know. I, I've, I know the arguments, Carrie. Okay. I
3: want everybody to be clear. See? They're going to ask you some scary stuff there, too. How much money do mm-hmm. you make? How much money do you have? I don't have well, any. Right. Have as money is
0: defined in, in the law, as money as defined in the law, I don't make anything.
3: There you go. So then the paupers automatically is for you. I'm just telling those of those that are waiting in the wings because they don't have it. They don't have to have it. That's all. Yeah.
0: And everybody who is in that boat, you know, basically the entire middle class. okay? because if you're poor, impauperous is easy. If you're rich, who cares? And if you're in the middle where it's a stretch to pay the fees and all that, then you're going, well, now what do I do? Right. So here's here's the homework for the middle class sorry middle class has to do a little extra work go look up the definition of money in the law it's in uh which title is it 33 30
3: 31
0: 31 whatever anyway it it has to do with a certain quantity of silver or a certain quantity of gold or some shit
3: that's the Constitution, but see if you go to if you go to Modern Money Mechanics, the government and the Federal Reserve defines it for you. Mm-hmm. And see, yeah, and that's the definition I always use because they mm-hmm. define it. It came, out of their, it came out of their book. So,
1: so um, we do have some other people waiting.
0: Yep. So I yeah. wanted everybody to kind of get that some of this stuff looks scary, but it really isn't.
1: Thank, thank you, you very for that, much, Karen. Sir. For sharing right, that. Thank you. Well, let's
4: see. So, Karen Nova. Oh, greetings, Ted.
3: Hey
1: there.
4: How are you? How are you? Um, I just got my letter today. Okay, now stop uh, for a second. What letter? It says motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction.
3: Okay, can I just make, let me make another suggestion to you, okay? That's not a letter. That's a court oh, right. order. No, but see, I just said that. People call me and say, I got a letter. You didn't get a letter. You got a court order. I sure did. So wait <laughs> the court order. Hold it. Hold it. A court did order weighs more than a letter. Go ahead.
1: Did, did you get the motion to dismiss, or did you actually get a judgment?
4: Well, it's, it's a motion to dismiss with sure. a conclusion. So the conclusion says respondent reserves the right, respondent to the commissioner, to request the court impose a monetary penalty according to 6673. In the future, if petitioner files a similar
3: petition, and the petition... That's the same thing. The first two people had the same thing, see?
4: Right, so they don't want us to file another one like it.
3: They don't want but. anybody filing because we're, we're tearing their head off. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, so the petitioner did not list the telephone number in the petition. Therefore, respondent does not know whether the petitioner objects to the granting of this motion. So now, wherefore, yeah, the motion is granted by Michael Desmond and Peggy Gartenbaum. So
3: if anybody has those people. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether whether you object or not. It makes no difference. They're going to give it to them because they wrote it. But if you listen to what it says, now, from there, what can you do with a court order that says they didn't have jurisdiction? Think about that. What can you do with that?
4: Well, so you're saying that this is not the order, this is the motion.
3: I'm not saying that. What does it say? Read it again. Start at the very top and read it again.
4: Okay. My name is Petitioner versus Commissioner of IRS, Docket Number 6164, filed electronically, and the first caption, under the caption is Motion to Dismiss for Lack of Jurisdiction. Okay,
3: now... How many pages is that? It's five pages altogether. That's right. That's the motion that the commissioner wrote, and and if you and keep that because that's important. What the what the order is going to say is the same thing. And those two names that you read us are not they're not the the judge. That's the attorneys for the commissioner. That's the motion that they entered into the court. So. Now what are they going to do? They're not going to deny it. They can't deny it because it, because the, uh, the, uh, the uh, IRS commissioner is asking to have it dismissed on the grounds they don't have jurisdiction. So when you get right. your court order, see, when you get your court order, what can you do with it? I can go to claims court. I don't care what you do with it. You can have any, whatever you want. If you want to go down and move into the IRS building, take you a room. In other words, if they send you a letter in the mail, you take the letter they sent, put it in an envelope, put put their envelope in an envelope, take the copy of your order and put the order in the envelope and mail it back, you're done. Because if they don't have jurisdiction, do you know what jurisdiction means by any chance? Like authority. Okay, if they have no authority, what does that mean? They have no authority. I don't have authority to beat my ne- next door neighbor's wife. So if I go over there and do it, that's a crime. No, so, mm-hmm. anything they touch, it's a crime. And then then that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go and uncrime them by making them pay.
4: Right, but now you say you go to claims court. Is that
3: a specific place that you're going? Well, of course. What are, you tra- what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? What are you going to do? P- place a, pro- uh, uh, a plant, they, plant? Basically,
4: they, they, they robbed me of every penny I had.
3: Then that's and what you get you- back. See, that's your claim. You're, you're, okay, every court is set up on jurisdiction. Now, think about this for a minute. If there's a million courts in the United States, out of that million, what percentage has limited jurisdiction?
4: Um, no, I don't know. I don't know what that answer is.
3: All of them. You can't take a speeding ticket to the to the federal court. You can't take a, You can't get a divorce. In, in, in federal court you can't do a you can't take a federal uh, uh, opinion and go to a state court every court has jurisdiction so that so you're having a tax problem so you go so you go to the traffic court doesn't work you have a tax problem so guess where you go tax, tax court now that they've fixed your tax problem now you can take the you can take the IRS to state or federal district court. You can't take them for um, um, taxes. They you, they don't have jurisdiction on taxes, but they have jurisdiction on federal issues. Now that you've got the court order, if they don't release your liens, take them to the federal court on the on the grounds that they're violating uh, a court order. See, now now you have an argument you can fight or an argument you can win. Okay. Well, well, where is the claims court? I'm not going to tell you that. I hear on the lot, you know. Hey, if Tara. You're, if you're interested in it, go to you. Uh, you have
1: yeah. you have the right. A, you have the right.com. Get in touch with me, Tara.
4: Okay. Okay, Ted. We'll talk later.
1: All right. Thank you. Okay. Right, okay. So, Tara. Um. Uh, one. Code,
5: you're next. Hey, Tad, this is Mike. How you doing, Carrie? Hey. I'm fine. Hey, uh, I. That's good. Hey, I got a question. Uh, I guess it would be along the lines of a claim. Uh, when you
3: have a uh,
5: state exemption form,
3: and okay, stop. A stop right? Hold on a minute. Let me tell you what you asked. If you have a state exemption form, then you can jump off of the Empire State Building and, and fly a state exemption form. Help me out here. What do you mean by state exemption form? The uh,
5: the, the sales tax exemption form there for the you state. Go.
3: See? Now, I, now I can help you. Go ahead. Now I understand the question.
5: Okay. okay. And you take that into a place of business, and they, no matter what you say, they ignore you.
3: Okay, now let me use an example. Lowe's does the same thing. So I sent mine to Lowe's home office in Chicago with a a cover letter saying, here's my exemption. I'm tax exempt from Texas. I walk in there, put in my phone number, and it takes the tax off. I had to do the same thing with Walmart. Walmart wouldn't take it locally, but I mailed it to Arkansas see I, there's a way around it if you just think about it they don't want okay it because, okay that's how I'm doing it I'm not telling you to do it now if a hardware right. will take it I go. I'll go to Home Depot if Home Depot doesn't take it I'm going to Lowe's if Lowe's doesn't take it I'm going to Andy's say I'm gonna go where they I'm the customer they're gonna do what I want or I don't deal with them so if it's a, okay, if it's a okay. Point, so you're sending
5: you're sending the form to the corporate office
3: that's what i'm doing i go to the okay. store first if they give me g- gr- grief i just put it in an envelope and mail it to them now okay i need uh, what state are you in uh,
5: uh, ohio
3: okay in ohio if you look at it what on there somewhere it says why are you why do you why are you tax exempt or why are you using it what's your reason for it
5: i put down on the reason 31 usc 3124 obligations are exempt and the definition of obligation
3: with title 18. okay now here's the problem okay okay what size shoes do you wear i wear tens and loafers 11s and tennis shoes, 9s and flip-flops, flop, see? In other words, you're giving them too much. All you do is, what's the reason for it? Title 31, Section 31, 24, and add it to them. Don't care about the rest. If they want to know the rest, they'll ask me. If I can tell them okay. the or two, I will never tell them four because. The, but that's what I'm doing. What store are you trying to get it from?
5: It was uh, Sam's Club and, and Lowe's.
3: Okay, when you go to Lowe's, get Lowe's home, uh, home office. You can go online okay. and then mail it to the home office. See? And, uh, and go to Arkansas, because Walmart's a bugger bear. I had trouble at Walmart, but I finally got it, and they send me a little card. I got a card with my name on it, and it says tax exempt. I signed it. When I go there, I just show it to them, and they take it off. There's a number on it. Okay. Some that way. Lowe's it's a bugger bear too. So I sent it to the home office, and they and they sent me back a, a, a notice saying thank you for your business, and and that's it. And Then you go in and you put in your phone number, and it comes off. That's how
5: okay. I. Okay. And and on okay, I got that. I'll I'll try sending it to, uh, to the corporate office. And uh, another real quick the. Uh, the uh, in, in a, a property tax issue thing. Uh, when you try to uh, ask them questions, the the uh, treasurer's office, they refuse to respond to anything.
3: Uh, okay, we have that same problem. So what I, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. Okay, I'm not an attorney, and I'm not giving you legal advice. So let me tell you what I'm doing.
5: Right, right.
3: Do you know what the word form means?
5: It's a a template to be used in court, and and I did fill one out, like you mentioned, and sent that several times, and they won't answer it, and they never will. That's okay.
3: Wait a minute now. So then I do a fault with the right to cure. Then I do a default. Take the default, and I have it filed in the the county. Then when Uh they send me something, do a letter, and I mail it to them saying, here's your payment, because that's all I can do. And see, I'm, okay, when you get a 1040 form in the mail, you get a 1040 form and an instruction booklet. Am I correct? Correct. Okay, I give them my form I made, and I give them an instruction booklet. I call it my cover letter. But uh, the, the other day I changed it to, instead of cover letter, instruction booklets for, blah, 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 form then I put in the "The reason you're getting this form, the reason you're getting this instructions is, here's what I'm asking. And then at the end of it, on the end of the form that I have, I say, if you choose to ignore me, I will invoke the doctrine of silence. Here's what the doctrine of silence is. I tell them what it is. Then I say, if you decide to ignore me, this is what you're agreeing to. And I tell them, you're giving me your wife, I get to slug your children, I get to eat your dog, I put everything down I want. Then I do a fault with the same thing on it, go down to the county. Now, they won't even take my, uh, when I try to file them, so I go to the records. That's where you would file, or that's where you record, dog. if you have a thoroughbred dog and you want it recorded, that's where you would go. You would record your marriage license. In other words, here in, in in the county I live in is on the fifth floor. I just go up and say, I want this recorded. They stamp it, give it back. Now I got a stamp. I don't care. Now I send that to them with another instruction booklet or a cover letter saying, I don't know how to do it. You didn't answer me, so you here's what you agreed to. If you have any other questions, here's another one. I send them another one. Just fill it out, send it back so I can pay. I'm ready to pay, willing to pay, able to pay. I can hardly wait to pay. I'm so excited about paying, I can't even sleep at night. See? I always tell them, uh-huh. man, I'm so I'm so hip to paying, It ain't even funny. See? That's the way I'm doing it. You do it any way you want.
5: Well, because I sent the form, and, and they, like I said, they totally ignored anything I sent anyway, and they took it into court and, you know, filed it into court to foreclose on it uh, without responding. And they, had never, they never would answer me on anything. So right. I was kind of so, wondering uh, at that point if you would have to sue them in district court somehow because yes. they didn't
3: answer. Well, you might, so, but see, if you strike first, you're the plaintiff. It's better to be in the, right. position than the defensive position. After the after I give them their uh, – I, I send it to them, give them 21 days. I send them another one, then I do a fault. I give them 10 days. When I get my default, I th- that default is what, and I, in the default I tell them, if you don't answer me, I'm going to take you to the United uh, to the Texas District uh, District Court on the grounds I'm stupid, I don't understand, and I don't know. It's a legal issue because I'm going to court. If you don't tell me, then I assume you're incompetent and you don't know either. That's there's my lawsuit. Then I just file the suit using that as my exhibit. Now they got a problem because in my lawsuit, I say, I want to pay this. I'm ready to pay it. What I need is I need a, a stay on this until this is figured out. Because, see, I'm not an attorney, and I can't make a legal determination. And then, then we take them, to, then we're off and running. Because if you don't pay it, they're going to come after you, and they're going to file the suit on you. Then you're the defendant. When you're the defendant, they're going to say, you either do it or we're just taking your house. What do you want? Don't matter. Right. See? Not, okay, so, so I, not what, want be, I want to be the I want to be the plaintiff,
5: right? So when you're doing the complaint, that's what you're requesting is a stay on the on the matter till they figure out what the, what to pay it with or what they're what they're going to tell you to pay it with,
3: right? And if the judge denies it, I got my order. I go to the appellate. I appeal it on the grounds. I'm trying to be reasonable. They don't and, and see. Everything that I talk to them, and I always have a question: Do you have jurisdiction? They didn't answer me, so I assume they don't. Now I can appeal. Now when I appeal, you can appeal it on the grounds one, two, three, four. See, or however many questions you got. In other words, I'm trying my best to pay it, and they won't let me. Now I want you to think about this a minute, okay? I'm going to come okay. to your house and I'll tile on your. I'm going to do. I'm going to redo your bathroom. You owe me forty-seven hundred.
5: 4700 what
3: you don't pay me i'm taking your house
5: and that's what we that's what we did before that's what that's what we i just we just dealt with that here recently uh with the attorney that filed the foreclosure on it
3: see now you're the defendant see i don't let him get to that point so the question is only owe me 4700 it's reasonable for you to say, what is it? I don't know. No problem. You're going to take my house? I would be in court as soon as I possibly can on the grounds. The the, the, the knucklehead that put the towel or re my bathroom asked for 4700 and I don't know what it is. Okay? Let the court tell you what it is. Because then so when you, you file
5: something like that, when you file that like that, and in, in, that would be in the district court, and you can do that, how, how would that incorporate with a, to go along with a federal question?
3: Okay, see, the problem, problem is, okay, here's the problem, okay? Let's do a DNA test. Federal DNA and state DNA is different. See, you're asking a state question and you want to go to federal court. I'll go to federal court if I don't get what I want because if I do what they tell me to do, I'm, they're violating federal law. Now i got the state violating federal law, Title 18, Section 8, and Title 31, 3124. They're telling me I have to use something that the feds say I can't. So. so
5: okay. You can't, You're so taking that fact. into a state court first.
3: That's right. And you can't go to okay. a lower court, so you can't go to a traffic court, see, because it's the county. So go to right. a court that's to the county which is the state in in Texas we call it the state district In in some places they call it the state circuit so if it's a circuit court it'll be a state circuit it'll be a file the a lawsuit against the county on the grounds you're trying to pay it but they, and see if they tell you well <clears throat> go to the CPA and let them tell you no problem the CPA wants $1,150 where do I send the bill see it doesn't matter right. what they say. There's, a, I give them an answer, but see, that's my that's my strong suit. What I do is I'm so off the hinge, they don't know what to do. They just don't know what to do with it anymore.
5: See, and that's a good way to approach it too. I I think that's just phenomenal. So see, um, here's
3: the problem. here's the problem. Okay, you and okay. Gonna get in, okay, we're gonna get in a street fight. Do you know what the rules are?
5: There are none.
3: Yes, there is. I'm going to win, and I'm going to cheat if I have to. That's what the... See? So, I'm going to win. See? So, how do you win? There you go. That's my theory. I want to win, and if I have to cheat, I will. Have you ever heard of this? Have you ever heard this statement? Doggone it, I took a knife to a gunfight. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Okay, I take a gun to a knife fight. Well, that's cheating. Yep. You're not going to believe right. that. I take two guns to a knife fight. Why? Because I might drop the one. See? Okay. That's just my theory. Okay. I'm not an attorney, and I did do do not give legal advice. Yeah,
5: and right. I totally get that. I totally get that.
3: All right.
5: So that will give me something to look into, uh, you know, in this area on on how to proceed like that.
3: Now. It, 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 just to give you a little heads up on it, the first one's really hard. You may have to pay it. You may have to pay it, so you got time to to, to deal with it. Because because and if you're that's not,
5: what if we you're do, take,
3: right, if you're not willing to go to court, then don't don't not do it. Because they will take you to court, and once they take you to court, you're the defendant. It's a whole different animal. Then you're gonna say, what will right. you take? Matter, but if you don't give me what I want, your house is on the shopping block. See, we have to we have to reverse that. Well, if you don't tell me, your job is on the chopping block. See, I'm the I'm the I'm the. See, as the as the plaintiff, I have to prove what I'm doing. As the defendant, if I don't defend properly, here's what a here's what a guy told me years ago. When you when you're the defendant and you lose, you go to jail and try to figure out what you did wrong. If you're, if you're a plaintiff and you lose, you go home, eat ice cream, and try to figure out what you did wrong. See? Right. So I'm telling and
5: you. And that makes more sense.
3: Plaintiff is a lot better position to be in.
5: Right. So, I mean, right now, I'm in a, in the, we're, we're starting this, and I'm getting ready to send the notice of fault, and, and, and I'll do the default and, you know, have that in place. Uh, And then then probably, probably,
3: right, okay. And and the lawsuit, when you do it, what you do is you say, basically you say, I'm ready, willing, and able. I want to pay. I think I should pay. I need to pay. I want to pay. Please let me pay. I want to pay, pay, pay. Now they can't say, well, you're just being, but I don't know how. See, here's the question. If you don't pay, where will you end up?
5: If you don't pay, what?
3: Where will you end up?
5: Uh,
3: court. I You'll don't end know. Up in court. Yeah. You'll uh, end up in right. court. So it's a, so it's not a tax issue, it's not a fight issue, it's a legal issue. That's where I got them because I can't make a legal determination. See, if I don't pay, they're going to take me to court. Well, that must mean it's a legal issue. I can't make a legal determination. So I'm going to ask him. Now, let me just tell you what I do. I CC the state's attorney general. Because okay. if need be, see, if need be, he's now aware of it. I'll, I'll subpoena him in and let him testify because he says, well, I don't give legal advice. So I asked our, our uh, attorney general since you don't give legal advice. What do you do, give sexual advice? See? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. He's an attorney general. He's a head man. He don't give legal advice. Then why do we need him? We don't need him there. We don't either. We don't need him there. See? Right. To me, that makes sense. So I try to get outside the box, run around the outside of this thing, and, and make them chase me down. I'm not chasing them anymore.
5: And that makes that makes sense too. So Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, Tad, uh, it does. Like I said, it gives me a an avenue and a road to go down to, to look at. So um I, I can get started and, and and focus on that and then go back and listen to this again. So yeah, that's that for right now that's a big help.
1: All right. Well cool, good to hear yep. you again.
5: Thank right. yeah, you
1: too. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, that was 419, did I say? Okay, Karen, is this real quick?
0: Yeah, it's pretty quick. It was, uh, you know, right after I talked, Tara brought up her motion. Uh, to, you know, I, I, what I want to say about the motions that come from the respondent is huh? that usually what you really care about is in that very first paragraph. And anything else after that is either contradictory, complete red airing, or an out and out lie. Right. So the first paragraph in mine, it actually just says, you know, that I didn't, we never sent a notice, no notice of determination, no notice of deficiency, basically admitting what I was saying, right? And then they want to, then they ask for the penalty. And then right after that, they just start lying.
1: Okay. <laughs> So, everybody, when that.
0: they're reading those things, don't get scared. Just, you know, think about it.
1: All right. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, there's Carrie. 828 area code. Go ahead.
2: Hey, Tad. Hey, Carrie. It's Tori. Hey. How are you all? Hey, Tori. Hey, right. Hey, I was... uh. <clears throat> Looking at, you know, all the paperwork, because it takes a little while to digest everything, and reading it seven times is good, but 20 is better.
3: I got that. that,
2: uh...
3: Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. 30 is better than 20. It is. It is. So,
2: you know, I sent you guys an email the other day, and I said, you know, somewhere in or around the time that I got my uh, motion to dismiss and the order, um, I also received a release of levy from the rogue agent well, who decided to steal my good. life. Good. Well, but but I was talk I was talking to you about the backside of this notice, this release of levy notice. Um, they talk about the return of property if the secretary so- determines that the property has been wrongfully levied upon, it shall be lawful for the secretary to return an amount of money equal to the amount of money levied upon, an amount equal to the amount of money levied upon. They repeated that twice. May be nope. returned, so maybe it's returned twice. <laughs> maybe be returned at any time before the expiration of two years from the date of such levy. Um, it goes well, on further to say that uh, uh, the taxpayer entered into an agreement, uh, 6159, to satisfy the tax. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about any of that because it was wrongfully levied upon. But they say that if you want your money back, you kind of you gotta send your request. Uh, making an administrative wrongful levy claim under the Internal Revenue Code, IRC, section 6343, publication 4526. That's and then they doing. want me to mail it to the idiot bitch that stole my money. I'm like,
3: she ain't going to give me my money back. Right. So, we're, we're so, doing-
2: so they talk about the secretary, the secretary, the secretary. But then they say, you know, send that document back to the mailing address that's on the release of levy notice. That didn't come from the secretary,
3: right? Well, what we're doing, it should have, okay, we're we're short circuiting all that. We're going we're going right to the we're going right to the source.
2: Oh, I know, I know, I know. And I'll be talking but, to you here shortly. I, I did want to ask you one question though, other than talking about that funny thing. Um, so. The the motion that I got was a little different than Tad's and Karen's, and uh, you know they went ahead and gave me everything from O three to eighteen, and they did talk about that they searched their records high and low and in and out, and could confer no jurisdiction um, that they have been authorized by IRC sixty two twelve. So um, I, so on the order from the judge. It says, uh, ordered on this day in May, uh, the respondent, the IRS, filed the motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction. Upon due consideration, it is ordered that on or before the 30th of May, uh, petitioner, me, shall file an objection, if any. I didn't file. Failure to comply with this order may result in granting the motion to dismiss. So I, do, I need to wait on a wet ink signature with today's date on it or do I just call the tax court next for a wedding signature on the no.
3: order signed when May 9th you, when you get your order go online when you when the order shows up just ask for a that's why I told you to get a certified copy the certified copy will have the wedding signature on it
2: okay so I don't need to I didn't need to have waited until today no okay all right, so I'll, I'll so so since How I do, do have e want. access.
3: Okay, then get me? the access. But it'll be the so, one you got. They're not going to let you see the with that You got to pay for that. Call them up and say I want. I don't I mind. It. I don't
2: mind paying for it. But should I contact the court? Uh, you know, by uh, phone to or okay contact.
3: Or you have to or the, or the, you know, you'd, no, you'd no 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 your...
2: no. I, I didn't know if you could contact through e access or if you could contact the court by phone. I didn't know Just which was me. better. Or easier. I okay. Know
3: it I know it works all on right. the phone call, and whoever answers the so, phone say. So my for yeah okay.
2: For
3: this right.
2: So Monday I plan on sending all this information to my employer because um, I know. have not done that yet because I had my. Um, uh, my bankruptcy case dismissed.
3: Uh, last let me ask you a question. How, how many checks have you got now that are full checks?
2: I'll get my third one tomorrow, the first of
3: the, the third
2: you. of three and fourteen months.
3: You're the, You're the richest woman I know now,
2: <laughs> <laughs> man. Let me tell you what, too. My, my, uh, this, take, this takes a toll on you, the stress of all of this. It's yes, it uh, yeah.
3: It's
2: it's, it's riddled on wife, me just I, a little bit.
3: Yeah, I told my wife before well, I'm crazy because I'm so under so much stress, my mind just falls out. I, you know, it's not me. It's all this other stuff. Right.
2: Tad, yeah, well, congratulations.
3: Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you don't yeah. have to pay the
2: $25,000. And uh, well, you know like what? I said, when Karen was reading... When Karen was reading hers a little while ago, I was thinking about um, about what she said about, you know, they, or you, they never addressed the the issue about, you know, do you have, if you don't have jurisdiction, you don't have jurisdiction over me to, to raise a penalty. Um, they don't, That's that's the thing, that's the funny thing, isn't it? They never respond to a question that puts the burden of proof in their lap they just always bypass it. Oh, you were so kind. We've decided to dismiss your case. Well,
3: that's right. Thank you very let much,
2: but you, you, never addressed the, you never addressed the question because they're not going to.
3: Right. Tori, let me ask you a question. Going to the tax court, was it a good idea?
2: It was a fantastic idea. Was did it one of you? the most horrific things I've ever done in my life? Yes, but so was having them lean on my damn paycheck. Then did, why didn't you come up with it? I had no idea that that was available. They don't solicit the availability of resolution.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can tell. You, Tori, you can tell the truth. I'm I'm yeah, started. you can.
2: You can tell it and tell, it and tell it and tell it and tell it, and they okay, won't admit to it. What is What is the phrase? I don't know. If there is a parent on this phone who has not ever chastised their child for omission of the truth is a lie, and that's exactly what the IRS has done and the law has allowed, the laws of the courts have allowed them to do so. But I love the 288 C letter, you know, that says um your revocation of election has been approved and attached to your you know, your account because the United States Congress said that this was okay. That's and that, that woman flat told me last August that the Congress doesn't allow that anymore.
3: Well, the, yeah. that may, that's, you're not going to believe this either. The, the soldiers in Vietnam... The, the little boy would walk out to you and tag on your shirt and say, you want to sleep with my mama? She's a virgin. They did, I guess he didn't know the difference either. It's thing I,
2: <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's scary. This is not for the weak-minded or the weak at heart. Um, so if you are, go ahead and drop off the phone because you will end up in court one way or another. Thank you, Tad. Thank
1: you, right, Kerry. Tori, are you, Thank you. Thank you, All Tori. Right. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so Is that it? You said
6: bye, nope, bye. One more.
1: One more. Paul G. Go ahead, Paul.
6: Hey, can you guys hear me?
1: No, we can't.
3: I, I can't.
6: <laughs> okay. I'll take that as a yes. Um, I've got my, I talked to the IRS lawyer this week or last week and he did his motion to dismiss lack of jurisdiction and I got today the court order uh, dismissing lack of jurisdiction, all of that stuff. So what do I do at this point? Does the IRS going to remove the lien or do I need this? Yeah, well, one they could. They
3: form. yeah, they might release it, but before you do anything, call the call the court, the tax court, and tell them you want, you want to get several certified copies because it has the wedding signature of the judge on it. When you get them, just copy a bunch of them, and then from there, after you get it, let us know, and if they if it doesn't come off, uh, take it to the county, give it to them, if not, then do the 12277 with a copy of your certified copy. And then from there I got, a, I got a, a very awkward way of doing it that makes them very. It makes it very awkward for them. So I have another. Okay, well, but so
6: first thing is to call the tax court and get certified copies.
3: Yes, get a get couple of those. Four, get three or four, maybe five is all you need. They're about five okay. bucks piece, but it's the best twenty-five dollars you ever spent.
6: Yeah. Okay, well, that's pretty much my question. Other than I just want to know whether the claim process that you're going to do for people, is that in common law or is that going through all this code? Let me answer it this way,
3: okay? If I get you Hmm. a common law check for $500 million, what sheriff what where's the common law sheriff to help you to help you get that? Tell me where that's gonna come from.
6: Okay, so you're saying that it's not that easy to enforce getting paid. Nope,
3: it's not that's not what I said. but if you get paid from the common law and they don't pay you, go get the common law sheriff and make them pay you.
6: right? okay.
3: If you get a judgment from the common law, how are you going to enforce the common law judgment?
6: Okay. So this other process that you're using is more reliable for getting paid for whatever reason.
3: I use their court, their judge, their paperwork, and then, okay, Mm -hmm. I want you to think about it for a minute
0: have you ever
3: filled out a 1040 form and had an overage? When you signed your 1040 and sent it in, the IRS gave you a refund check, or anybody you ever known has that ever happened to?
6: Um, I would guess yes.
3: I would guess you're a liar because that never happens. The check comes from a somebody else. After you uh-huh. go to the after we go to the claims court, get you your, your get your uh, uh, judgment. Then you send it to the same place they send it to, and they send you your money. And see, now it's outside. It's a bonding
6: outside. company. What? Is there a bonding company involved? Is that what you're saying?
3: No. Have you ever gotten a check back on a, when you did a 1040? Did you ever get a check back? No, not me. All right, if you would have, if you know anybody, ask them where the check came from, that's where it goes.
6: Okay. Okay, so basically your process, what numbers are you expecting on these? Like I when, know, I condition- when I did my, when I did my conditional to- acceptance on this process, I quoted them as 15 million.
3: That's fine, that's what you'd ask for then.
6: What they're doing is
3: they're coming back and they're doing an offer and compromise with us.
6: Right, okay. Well, I'd encourage you guys to try and make arrangements to take a percent um, versus uh, high amounts of money up front because so many people have been damaged by this process that it will take a while to acquire the amount of money to pay up front.
3: Well, maybe so, but the problem is, if you get 15 million, and uh, what's a fair amount? 10%, that's one and a half million bucks. You're not gonna give that up.
6: Sure I would, in a heartbeat.
3: Well, you say that now, but I worked for a guy that was gonna pay me uh, 10% of everything I collected for him. I collected $1,500,000 in one week. Of of outstanding debt, he owed me $150,000 for one week's worth of work. He said, "I can't pay you. I can't do it."
6: Okay, well that's not me.
1: Okay, well I'll tell you what, Paul. um, Why don't you get in touch with us and and we can talk about it at a time that's maybe more convenient
6: for for everyone. Yeah, you bet. All right. I appreciate all you guys have done. I really, really, you've improved things a lot for me. So. I have to do the I have to get the certified copies then do the F one two two seven seven form send that off and, and the time they, frame they, is infinity or what
3: respond, when they respond to you get back to us because I have okay. a, I have a, I have a process that ties them in a knot
6: okay. And other people have done this. They've got, uh, so, you know, I'm Social 15, Security 11s.
3: I'm, I'm 15 for 15. So you tell me.
6: Awesome. awesome. That's great. Okay. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Paul. It's okay. for me.
1: All right, Carrie. That's it. We're done. Everybody else is listening. Thank you very much for joining us. And hopefully we'll see you next week.